0: hate you. Well, no, I, I, I don't hate you. But why does it seem like everybody hates everything and everybody? We're going to talk about that and some of the theories behind why we hate people. I know, but it's actually quite interesting. Uh, sanctuary city mayors come begging. <laughs> Who knew? And ivermectin. Hmm, a word you couldn't say a little while ago, you would get banned. Not here on Rumble. We don't ban you for those kind of things. It's called free speech, folks. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. We are all about free speech. It says it right there in our show notes at the bottom disclaimer. Whatever it is you want to say, say it. As long as it's legal, not Pornographic, you know the usual stuff. By the way, uh corinne Hillam, I believe is the way you say that name. Thank you for your message in the live chat. Uh, looking forward to the show. I am looking forward to doing it. It is Friday. Friday's arrived. Yay! Uh, what a week. This week seemed like it dragged, didn't it? I, I don't know. Halfway through, it's like buzzing along, and then all of a sudden, I get to Friday, and I'm like. Man, this took forever to get here. Well, what won't take forever to get here, this is a really lame segue, is a bag of blackout coffee. Blackout coffee, be awake, not woke. That is what they are all about. The best small batch coffee you're going to find on the planet. It is so good. I have a cup in the morning. I have two or three cups during the day, and I have a cup during the show. Hmm. The look, you know, I used just like you. I used to drink that off the shelf. I, I've always had. I'll tell you what. I'm. I'm confession time. Okay, I drank Nescafe instant coffee straight up black for years. It's not bad, but <laughs> when you try blackout coffee, you're like Nesca one. No, seriously, even if you buy your own beans and grind them like these blackout coffee beans, nothing compares. No matter what, you can't get them fresh roasted like this. They are, you know, you don't know how long that stuff's been sitting on the shelf or when it was roasted. Blackout coffee, in addition to all these great coffees, is an American company that believes in conservative values, the things you and I believe in. Family. Honesty, integrity, personal responsibility, hard work, American values from Blackout Coffee. It is the best fresh roasted coffee you'll find, and it is all done right in the house. They work with local co-ops and American farmers to grow these beans. And then here's what the fresh uh, small batch roasting process is. It's very simple. When you order within 24 to 48 hours, only then... Will they roast your beans and ship them out to you? And then couple few days to get them to your house from the shipping, you've got a bag of fresh roasted beans ready to grind up into an amazing coffee. Check it out. Use the link in our show notes. It's an American company we want to support and we are so proud to have them as a sponsor. Lots of you have gone over there. I get little emails whenever y'all order some stuff from Blackout Coffee. So thank you for all those of you who've done it and for all those of you are gonna now we got to yes of course we have a promo code on your first order use promo code j20 at checkout 20 percent discount not bad huh check it out at blackout coffee use the link in our show notes and use our promo code jay20 j20 at, at checkout and that will get you that 20 percent discount from blackout coffee all right We are talking about hate. It's a thing. Sadly, it's a thing. Where is my... uh, Oh, there it is. Why hate? Hate can show its ugly face in a whole lot of ways. Often directed towards people, groups, even sometimes just concepts. Some examples of the different ways people hate. Well, the most obvious one, of course, is racism. Characterized by racial prejudice, discrimination. Prejudice defined as an irrational attitude of hostility directed toward an individual, group, race, or their supposed characteristics. Now that... Hatred over the years has led to some unbelievably bad errors in judgment from all sides, Democrat and Republican. Liberals and conservatives, we are all guilty of it. The slave trade, racial profiling, countless hate crimes. Another one is religious beliefs and politically-based hatred. Look, we crap on the Democrats. We crap on liberals all the time on this show. It's what this part of what this show is all about. That doesn't mean we hate you. I don't hate you. I think you're pathetic. I call you a moron because I think you are a brainless, pathetic moron. But I don't hate you. I think you're horrendously misguided, misinformed, gaslit. You drank the Kool-Aid, but I don't hate you. I am incapable of hate. Now, I know that seems like a very broad brush, but I will tell you, in my life, I have met some real holes, some real a-holes. There is probably only one And that was way back in the 80s that I I can't honestly say I hate him. But even after 80s, 90s, not 40 something years ago, even after all this time, I have a massive dislike for this man. He's since passed. He can't bother me anymore. That's how evil this guy was. I still don't hate him. Religious, politically motivated atrocities have been traditionally been inspired by greed, envy, fear. Hatred based on religion. Political differences led to a lot of wars over the years. Hatred based on sexual orientation. Now look, these freaks who are screwing with our children... Absolutely. To the gulag with you. Out. But being gay, being lesbian, being bisexual, often social stigma, prejudice, violence, discrimination. Thankfully, in the U.S., a lot of that has been legislated against. Sadly, a small group of freaks has taken advantage of that and destroyed What was fought so for so many years, so valiantly, with tears and in some cases blood. Important to remember hatred can be a really strong word in some circumstances. Hate speech. Now, I got to tell you, I put this in here because hate speech is an issue. Again, Goofball lefty freaks have taken it to the unth degree. Speech, gesture, conduct, writing, or display that may incite violence or prejudicial action against or, I'm reading the definition, against or by a particular individual or group or because it disparages and intimidates a particular individual or group. Racial slurs. Homophobic language. Sexist remarks. Now, look, we all know where the middle line is on this stuff. You don't have to take it. Oh, you liberal freaks out there, take it to the nth degree. It's ma'am. No, it's not. You're a guy. It's sir. Shut up and sit down. Much as we actually manage to hate so many times and so many people and groups, we are really living in what I think is a very unique moment in history. All of the Jew-hating that's been going on, social media, just makes it worse. Since October 7th, this level of Jew-hatred has been really pretty difficult to fathom. Come from the progressive left and the ultra-right, by the way. You don't get a pass. Islamic sources, of course. Each group, the util- River to the Sea, anyone? Each group utilizes a different set of tropes, but they all share the same diabolical, hateful foaming of the mouth about the evil Jew. unrestrained, all-consuming, genocidal hate. Where it comes from? Mostly because you were likely brought up that way. There's nothing anybody can say that will soften this kind of hate. Nothing allows for a moment to pause. Push, push, push. Even if every one of the voices spewing these hateful positions where to fall silent. Cat's out of the bag, folks. You may think that this doesn't touch you. You're not Jewish. Those who are capable of these kind of positions are not those you want leading our enlightened societies. Not people you want to deal with. Because when they're done with the Saturday people, as I've said before, this is directly from them. They're coming after the Sunday people. That would be you and I. We're all collectively going to pay an extraordinary high price for the current reality, which is scary. I would hope that our grandchildren perhaps would inherit a better world than the one we currently have. My moral company uh, compass isn't driven by tribalism or race or religion. Shaped by a commitment to duty, obligation, ideals—the content of someone's character, to coin a phrase—we're losing these ideals at a breathtaking pace. Civilization's price is going to be uncalculable. Don't hate. Don't hate. No need for it. Why do we hate? Why do we hate? Hey, Hell 9000's popped in. Hold on, before we get to that. Uh, good morning. Yes, good morning. Kill uh, kill 'em. All future proves the past. Hate China, hate Russia, hate the white American, hate the Mexican, hate the Jew. Where does it come from? Our leadership. <clears throat> <clears throat> you know what? You're not half wrong. At whatever level, whether it's a president or a governor, or again, you don't think of them as your leaders, but if you're a kid, your mother and father, who are in effect your leaders. And if they spout this bullshit, you can bet you're going to grow up spouting it yourself. we got a bunch of links in our show notes about this topic. Thomas Sowell. Loved this guy. He made a uh, rather good analysis.
1: And you need to hear it. Fascinating story because among the, the, the middleman minorities of which the Jews are most prominent, uh, the hostility to these people in countries around the world is out of all proportion to that, to any other kind of group I can think of. Uh, in terms of the violence, uh, the, the number of, uh, of uh, black, the number of Chinese killed, let's say, in one year uh, and by mob action exceeds all the blacks lynched in the entire history of the United States. And the number of Armenians killed in, uh, in Turkey you know, during the First World War is greater than that. And of course, the number of Jews slaughtered on a number of occasions in history, even before the Holocaust, is greater than that. So that the question is, why this particular kind of people are the targets of so much uh, uh, us, venomous hatred? And I think the answer is that um, they not only succeed, they succeed in a way which is a threat to the egos of other people. That is, no, 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 you can envy a Rockefeller, but he's no threat to your ego because you say, listen, anybody can be rich if he's born a Rockefeller. But the guy who c- comes here, let's say, from Vietnam or Korea and arrives here with little more than the clothes on his back and a few word, broken words of broken English, uh, and a decade later he has his own little business, and you see his son, a few years after that, getting ready to go off to Harvard or MIT, you've got to ask yourself, you've either got to, you know, you, you, you've you got to hate yourself for saying, my God, I've, I've been stagnating. this guy it was nothing and now he's risen up, or you're going to have to hate him. And most people when they have a choice between hating others and hating themselves, they hate others.
0: There it is. A better explanation as to why we hate, I can't think of, from the amazing Thomas Sowell. There are other links here when we talk about why we hate of uh, articles and X posts, why people hate, this is from scienceofpeople.com, really cool website, the science behind why we love to hate. I'm not going to get totally into this, but what is hate, we talk about this intense aversion towards someone or something. This is a great article. It's got it's not wonky. It's quite readable. Not that long, but it talks about four different types of hate, why you hate, hate speech, hate crimes, cyberbullying. It's a fantastic article. I highly recommend you check it out. It is a link in our show notes under why the hate. You will find it there. <clears throat> And the, uh, the other article, equally good, it's uh, Are Humans Wired to Hate? And if so, why? Again, this article digs into it and talks about the science behind why people hate. I post this because I think if you read these kind of articles... You will better understand. I mean, we see this crap every day, these idiots pulling down the missing people posters, the Jewish people, the hostages. And you just, you shake your head. You say, what is wrong with these people? What blackened their hearts so much? These articles are great. They explain a lot about exactly what blackened their hearts. And trust me, their hearts are about as black as they get. No more hate. Let's move on to terrorists living inside the U.S. What? There are terrorists here? Um, Yeah. And the FBI knows it, and the Department of Homeland Security knows it, and what are they doing about it? Well, this wouldn't surprise you, would it? From Salon, MAGA and Christian nationalism. Bigger threat to America than Hamas could ever be. This is Salon. Again, it's like, you know, so far left, it's going around and come up the other side. Even Mitch McConnell, traitor, rhino bastard, trying to push back against Mike Johnson and the MAGA lunatics. The world inches closer to a war that only psychopaths want to see. And on Tuesday, the F... Tuesday! Tuesday! Three days ago, the FBI issued a warning. The chances of staged terrorist attacks in the U.S. has grown since the war began in Gaza. Started, I might add, by Hamas. The White House briefing later that day, Fox News reporter Peter Ducey, thank you, Peter Ducey, for doing what you do, asked National Security Council spokesperson Idiot John Kirby. Has the White House considered the possibility that a terrorist could be in the country right now after crossing the southern border? Now, obviously they have. The FBI's issued warnings. This question remains, however, what would the government's response be if, I say if, I should say when, there is an attack? It's already been discussed, apparently, at the highest levels of government, The question remains, what would you do? As Kirby left the stage, this reporter attempted to ask the only question that he thought mattered. John, wait a minute before you leave. If Hamas terrorists attacked the U.S., would the U.S. put boots on the ground in the Middle East? Kirby stopped. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre let him answer. Kirby was succinct quote I won't speculate about that. We obviously do what we have to do to protect our troops and people. Answer the question moron. As I said it's not a question of if honestly it is a question of when. They are here. They are in our big cities. They are in our small towns. There are terror cells we've seen. We covered it yesterday. On yesterday's show, we talked about it. In that amazing report from that intelligence guy who knows his crap. Well, the cities aren't going to have it anymore. They're all getting together and ganging up on the Biden administration. (laughs) The AP obtained a letter sent to Biden by the mayors of sanctuary cities, L.A., New York, Chicago, and Denver. They request $5 billion instead of $1.4 billion to help with the migrant crisis. Your tax dollars at work, our city budgets and local taxpayers bear the brunt of the crisis that you created. We'll be a sanctuary city. Yeah, well, all that's fine and good is a big banner and something on a bumper sticker until they start invading your city. Ain't so good then, is it? Suffer. There's actually a letter, and there's a copy of the letter in Bill Malugan's post. Read it. Eye-opener. Tough noogies, pal. You wanted to be a sanctuary city? Be a sanctuary city. Here's one. Just broke a few hours ago. Check this out. I just got a quick link here. It's not in our show notes. So the mayor of New York goes to visit Biden and complain that he can't take any more migrants and he wants more money, and this happens. A coincidence? I'm just saying, if it looks like a duck and it squawks like a duck, the FBI has raided the Brooklyn home of chief fundraiser, for New York City Mayor Eric Adams in what appears to be some sort of campaign finance related investigation that from WNBC ha ha ha. Uh, oh man you poke 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 and they go BOOM and hit back Uh, fact check. America has never ever been great. I disagree, Hal. I disagree in the strongest possible terms. We have been great. And more importantly, I, fe- in my heart of hearts, I know we will be great again. Laura Loomer put a post up. You heard uh, Sam Bankman-Fried has been found guilty. Oh yeah. Faces a whole lot of prison time. Now, you know, there's going to be appeals and all that other crap, but he's going to prison. howl a freaking And he's not going down without a fight. Republicans. I know, but here you go. Republicans took money from Sam Bankman-Fried too wasn't just the Democrats. Now, the Democrats took a lot of money. But especially speaker at the time, McCarthy. Ooh, oh yeah. McCarthy belongs in a jail cell, Laura says. She doesn't pull punches. McCarthy used FTX illegally as a dark money operation to attack her, When she ran for Congress, FTX used to steal her election in 2022, she writes, I hate, there's that word, Kevin McCarthy with a passion. He belongs in jail. And there is the news story. Now, again, this is from November 18th. So this, oh, 2022, a year ago. McCarthy used FTX cash to defeat conservatives in 2022. And McCarthy used left-wing oligarch money to fund a secretive anti-MAGA campaign. This is McCarthy, a alleged Republican. I mean, a uniparty rhino, but still. Unbelievable. The truth will out and it's out in a bunch of people. I'm sure people are sitting around going, am I next? Well you know, FAFO pal, go around and find out. You wanna screw around? You're gonna find out. Ivermectin, even just saying that word, not so long ago, and in some cases still, will get you banned off of YouTube. It used to be uh, you'd get banned off of Twitter before Elon took over and took the chains off. Here on Rumble, you've always had the right of free speech. It continues to this day. Because of that, I am able to read this post from the Vigilant Fox. Ivermectin, medication that keeps on giving. I had no idea. I knew, obviously, it was completely effective. By the way, I'm not your doctor. Check with your doctor before you take any medications. Of course, goes without saying, but I have to say it. But Ivermectin is an amazing drug, and it costs next to nothing, by the way. It inhibits flu and RSV viral replication, which is why it's included in the FLCCC flu and RSV protocols, reduces inflammation throughout the body, improves the gastrointestinal microbiome by boosting levels of the probiotic, oh, bifidobacterium, okay. It revolutionized veterinary medicine and arguably helped to sustain the world's food supply. May help with athletic and sports performance by boosting cellular energy output in the heart. And it has profound anti-cancer properties. Why isn't it being pushed by big pharma, by governments, In fact, in some cases it's forbidden because it costs about a dollar a pill. That's why. No money in it. And honestly, that's all they're interested in. People who get cured aren't profitable. It is to their benefit to keep you sick and keep you coming back for more. You know this. I don't have to tell you. Read the article. It is in our show notes, and it is brilliant. It will, op- if you don't know all the details about exactly what ivermectin is all about, this will bring you up to speed. It's incredible. dollar a pill, folks. Dollar a pill. Pfft. All right. We are always big advocates for the fight against child sexual abuse, child sex trafficking. Keep your hands off our kids. We say it all the time on this show, and we say it because we mean it. Any chance I have to help promote anti-child sex trafficking, child trafficking, pedophiles fight against them, I will take it. And this is from the libs of TikTok. <laughs> Love these guys. This documentary looks amazing. It's from Prager U. It exposes the social contagion and agenda of kids becoming trans and how it's made worse by social media. The castration and mutilation of minors in the name of gender affirmation, bullshit. Biggest medical scandal possibly in history other than perhaps the plandemic. There is a link inside this post which is in our show notes to the documentary it's free i cannot encourage you enough to check it out the link is in there from prageru to this documentary here is the promo scary i wanted to alleviate my pain i also didn't want to be who i was I always just felt like there was just something wrong with me. And I was trying to figure it out. And I used the internet to help me do that. Seemingly out of nowhere, we've suddenly seen a huge spike in media depictions and social media depictions of transgenderism. It's even reached the mainstream advertising world. The people who are consuming this are children, 13, 14, 15 years old and it's so easy for them to literally be groomed. I just woke up one day and looked at myself in the mirror and asked myself,
1: what the heck am I doing?
0: When trans-identified kids are referred to specialized gender clinics, they're often told that they're going to get comprehensive your body image issues are worse that's not supposed to happen what do we do now detrans the wow man you can tell from the trailer not only the production value of this uh, film is documentary is amazing but the content within link is in our show notes and inside that link is a link directly to the full documentary it's free Share it out there. Let people know about it. It is a very important message that uh, that needs to get out there and needs to be shared. And so it begins. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Love this website. Huh. Are you a Trump supporter like me? Where's my... Oh, it's, it's in the back. My MAGA hat. Thank you, by the way, man. I wish I had your name. Please send me a message. Show it jsheldon.com or put it in the in the chat. Whoever sent me that maga hat, thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. Hard to get them over here. And so it begins. The Biden DOJ starts arresting Trump supporters who just simply stood outside the U.S. Capitol. No violence committed despite registered rallies on Capitol grounds that day. All the previous people you've seen sent to the Gulag in these ridiculous political prisoner trials were people that actually entered the Capitol. And you'd think that'd be enough. Oh, no. Now they're coming after the people who were outside where there was a legit rally that was given a permit using geo-fencing they're locating hundreds of people from their handphones, and they have begun arresting them folks I seriously don't know how much longer this can continue we have a year before elections are we going to survive that year seriously I'm beginning to have my doubts. I really am. I know we'll come back. I know we will make it. I have absolute faith in the whole idea that America is great and it will be great again. Hang on a quick second. But there are days when I read headlines like that. Where I say, police state, anyone? By the way, have you seen Dinesh D'Souza and Dan Bongino's new film? If you have not, please check it out. It will open your eyes to what currently is going on. PoliceStateFilm.net. If you want to check it out, it's also on Rumble. It's here on Rumble. You can watch it. There's a small fee for for it. I don't know what it is, but please support this film, and more importantly, watch this film. Got anything more to clear up before we get into our book? America has, American is all been a dream, a bad dream. Oh my, Hal, I thought you and I agreed on stuff. It's okay if we don't. That's what this is all about. It's called having a conversation. I believe, yes, America is a dream. It's a wonderful dream. We will get that dream back. We will get rid of these commie bastards running thing right now. We'll tone down this left rhetoric gaslighting bullcrap. Ain't going to happen today. It ain't going to happen tomorrow. But I believe in my heart of hearts it's going to happen. Not a bad dream at all. Okay, one last one before we go. I'm going to warn you, if you don't like squishy things, you might want to just turn your head for 60 seconds. No, it's not bad at all. It's cute. But I had no idea that snails could do this. You see the snail? Um, If you're listening on the podcast, sorry, by the way, you can check out our our podcast, the audio part of our show, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. We're there. Check out the Jay Sheldon Show and subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, sorry, check out our video show live on uh, Rumble. You can see this video worth your time. If you want to watch it, by the way, you can also check out the link. It's in our show notes. This snail is on the edge of a bowl. And then stretched further than the snail can kind of reach is another bowl. How does he cross the gap? This is the freakiest thing you ever saw. Take a look at this. He just can stretch enough to suction onto the other bowl and watch. Now he's grabbed on with his butt end and watch his shell. And then up comes the butt end how freaky is that that is the weirdest thing watch again this is amazing i love the shell i love the way the shell goes there it goes (laughs) that's insane oh man (laughs) okay okay enough of this crap (laughs) I, I got to lighten the mood it's Friday okay we talked about some very heavy stuff today very heavy stuff don't hate <laughs> okay <clears throat> we read books on our show I know but we do and we love it we're doing Lord of the Flies we are starting chapter 10 tonight only about I think 12 13 chapters in the book so we're nearing the end and things have gotten very, very dark. So let's continue on with William Golding's Lord of the Flies. Chapter 10, The Shell and the Glasses Piggy eyed the advancing figure carefully. Nowadays he sometimes found that he saw more clearly if he removed his glasses and shifted the one lens to the other eye. But even through the good eye, after what had happened, Ralph remained unmistakably Ralph. He came now out of the coconut trees, limping, dirty, dead leaves hanging from his shock of yellow hair. One eye was a slit in his puffy cheek, and a great scab had formed on his right knee. He paused for a moment, peered at the figure on the platform. Piggy, are you the only one left? There's some little ones. Now nah, they don't count. No biggins? Oh, Sam Narek, uh, they're collecting wood. Nobody else? Not that I know of. Ralph climbed on the platform carefully, the coarse grass still worn away where the assembly used to sit, the fragile white conch still gleamed by the polished seat. Ralph sat down in the grass facing the chief seat and the conch. Piggy knelt at his left and for a long minute there was silence. At last, Ralph cleared his throat and whispered something. Piggy whispered back, What did you say? Ralph spoke up. Simon. Piggy said nothing but nodded solemnly. They continued to sit gazing with impaired sight at the chief seat glittering lagoon the green light and the glossy patches of sunshine played over their befouled bodies at length ralph got up he went to the conch took the shell carelessly with both hands and knelt leaning against the trunk piggy huh what are we gonna do Ralph nodded at the cong. You could call an assembly? Ralph laughed sharply as he said the word and piggy frowned. You're still chief, Ralph laughed again. You are, over us. I got the Kong. Ralph, stop laughing like that. Look, uh, there ain't no need, Ralph. What's the others going to think? At last, Ralph stopped. He was shivering. Piggy, huh? That was murder. You stop it, said Piggy shrilly. What are you going to do talking like that? He jumped to his feet, stood over Ralph. It was dark. There was that the, the, the bloody dance. There was lightning, thunder, rain. We were scared. I wasn't scared, said Ralph slowly. I was... I don't know what I was. We were scared, said Piggy excitedly. Anybody might have happened, anything. It, it, It wasn't what you said. He was gesticulating, searching for a formula. Oh, Piggy, Ralph's voice low and stricken stopped Piggy's gestures. He bent down and waited. Ralph, cradling in the conch, rocked himself to and fro. Don't you understand, Piggy, the things we did? He may still be... No. Perhaps he was only pretending, Piggy's voice trailed off at the sight of Ralph's face. You were outside, outside the circle, you never really came in. Didn't you see what we, what they did? There was loathing. At the same kind time, a kind of feverish excitement in his voice. Didn't you see, Piggy? Not all that well. I, I only have one eye now. You, you ought to know that, Ralph. Ralph continued to rock to and fro. It was an accident, said Piggy suddenly. That's what it was. An accident. His voice shrilled again. Coming in the dark he, he hadn't no business crawling out like that out of the dark. He, he was batty. He asked for it. He gesticulated wisely. It, it was an accident. You didn't see what they did. Look, Ralph, we we gotta forget this. We can't do no good thinking about it, see? I'm frightened of us. I want to go home. Oh, God, I want to go home. It was an accident, said Piggy stubbornly, and that's that. He touched Ralph's bare shoulder, and Ralph shuddered at the human contact. And look, Ralph. He glanced round quickly, then leaned close. Don't let on. We was in that dance. Not to Sam Nerrick. But we were. All of us. Piggy shook his head. Not us till last. They never noticed in the dark. Anyway, you said I was only on the outside. So was I, muttered Ralph. Uh, I was on the outside too. Piggy nodded eagerly. That's right. We was on the outside. We never done nothing. We, we, We never seen nothing. Piggy paused, then went on. We'll live on our own, the four of us. Four of us. We aren't enough to keep the fire burning. We'll try, see, I I lit it. Sam Nerrick came dragging a great log out of the forest. They dumped it by the fire and returned to the pool. Ralph jumped to his feet. Hi, you two. The twins checked a moment and then walked on. They're going to bathe, Ralph. Better get it over. The twins were very surprised to see Ralph. They flushed, looked past him into the air. <clears throat> Hello, fancy meeting you, Ralph. we just been in the forest to get wood for the fire. We got lost last night. Ralph... "'examined his toes. "'You got lost after the—' "'Piggy cleaned his lens. "'After the feast,' said Ralph, Sam in a stifled, stifled voice. Uh, "'Eric nodded. "'Yes, yes, after the feast. "'We left early,' said Piggy quickly, "'because we were tired. "'So did we very early. "'We, we were very tired. "'Sam touched a scratch on his forehead and then—' hurriedly took his hand away. Eric fingered his split lip. Yeah, we we were very tired, repeated Sam. So we left early. Was it a good? The air was heavy with unspoken knowledge. Sam twisted and the obscene words shot out of him. Dance? Memory of the dance that None of them had attended, shook all four boys convulsively. We left early. When Roger came to the neck of land that joined the Castle Rock to the mainland, he wasn't surprised to be challenged. He had reckoned during the terrible night on finding at least some of the tribe holding out against the horrors of the island in the safest place. The voice rang out sharply from on high, where the diminishing crags were balanced on one another. Halt! Who goes there? Roger. Advance, friend. Roger advanced. I could see. You could see who I was. The chief says we gotta challenge everyone. Roger peered up. He couldn't stop me coming if I wanted couldn't I? Climb up and see. Roger clambered up the ladder like cliff. Look at this. A log had been jammed under the topmost rock and another lever under that. Roger leaned lightly on the lever and the rock groaned. A full effort would send the rock thundering down to the neck of land. Roger admired. He's a proper chief, isn't he? Robert nodded. He's going to take us hunting. He jerked his head in the direction of the distant shelters where a thread of white smoke climbed up the sky. Roger, sitting on the very edge of the cliff, looked somberly back at the island as he worked with his fingers at a loose tooth. He gazed, settled on the top of the distant mountain, and Robert changed the unspoken subject he's going to beat Wilfred what for Robert shook his head doubtfully I don't know he didn't say he got angry and made us tie Wilfred up he's been he giggled excitedly he's been tied up for hours waiting but the chief didn't say why I never heard him Sitting on the tremendous rock in the torrid sun, Roger received this news as an illumination. He ceased to work at his tooth and sat still, assimilating the possibilities of irresponsible authority. And then, without another word, he climbed down the back of the rocks toward the cave and the rest of the tribe. And that's where we'll end it for today. We will continue on Monday with Lord of the Flies. We are very close to the end of this book and likely going to do uh, Treasure Island next. So that'll be fun. Please don't hate. Dislike all you want. Disagree with. But don't hate. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. It really means the world to me. I will see you all on Monday. Thanks for stopping by.
1: Snort.